MTM Boys, Season 3, Episode 131 for the third attempt. Let's get it going this time, baby. It's Playmaker Twas and the Hoopstar Nas. Mr. Hoopstar, what's going on, big guy? How we feeling over there, dude? Good, good. You know, uh, like you said, this is our fourth iteration of this same episode. I think it's the third. I think it's the third. Uh, well, after two, you lose count, don't you? God. <laughs> yeah. We tried to record yeah. this episode for like a week now. <laughs> Yes. So what happened? Let's break it all down, dude. What's going on? Technical difficulties on my part. You've been staying at random Airbnbs because I guess you're still, your mom is in Nashville. She's moved here, what, two months ago? You're still in Indy. Uh, and then you're managing, what, two Airbnbs up there and staying at other random Airbnbs. And I got to figure out, you know, the technical stuff on the backside and it just ain't working out. Is that what's going on or what happened? Um, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm helping out, making sure once I get out of here, because once I leave here, I ain't, I ain't going to do any other this other bullshit. You know, I'm, I'm, it's you're gone, gone, gone. gone. Um, I'm not going to be making trips back and forth every weekend type deal. So I'm making sure everything's locked and loaded so we can kind of just love it step away from it and when this place gets booked i i got a place i need a place to stay so i'm i'm pulling up random airbnbs being like what's can i go. get one on the low low please there you go and you know what else you can get on the low low get your damn merch on the low low hey listen man we got to pay the bills somehow we got a trip coming up get your damn merch click the link in the bio of whatever uh you're listening to or watching it on go get your damn merch use code I think it's mix free at the checkout to receive free shipping. That's M I X F R E M I X F R E E, dude. To receive free shipping, go get your merch. Uh, appreciate the support and appreciate everyone that supported us thus far. Uh, this might be the last episode for season three. Again, rebranded in season three. Uh, about 10 or 11 episodes. We're going to LA. First week of August, Wednesday the 2nd through Sunday the 6th. Wish we could stay out there for two weeks, but we can't. Big trip for us. Uh, we didn't do it last summer. We're going out to Dash Radio, this radio station that's on Hollywood Boulevard. We got an Airbnb in Sherman Oaks, about 15 minutes north of Hollywood. Super cool. We're bringing out Griff, our producer, content guy. He's coming out there. Our Airbnb is super cool. We got a pool back there. What is it? Like three bedrooms. Very secluded place. Deck, ping pong table, everything else you can think of. But, yes, we're going out there on Wednesday. And then on Friday, we were supposed to go into Dash Radio Studios. We got hit with the news last night that they're starting to do total re remodeling and then construction is going to be happening on the Hollywood Boulevard right there uh, starting August 1st. So the interviews that we have lined up, which we'll get into right now, I don't know if we want to name drop, have we're accommodating them at the Airbnb. So you guys kind of forgot about who the MTM boys are. We still swing things over here on the other side, okay? I said, Liam, uh, yeah, Dash, uh, we lost Dash on Friday. That was going to be like why we were going out there. To be in studio on Hollywood Boulevard where you can do the live episode and pedestrians can watch you do the episode. Listen, baby, 
We got the people coming to the Airbnb. And we're calling it the personal studio, dude. So that's what's going on. Yeah. We, uh, thoughts. Our thoughts. Uh, our, our guests are huge. Let's be honest. Like, this is probably our three biggest guests that we'll have uh, that are already locked in. Uh, waiting on the fourth. Uh, well, we, we have the fourth. We just got to see if they will change to go to the Airbnb. Um, who's the fourth? Uh, I'm putting everybody together, big dog. You're putting everybody yeah. there. So we have right. four. Yep. So we need. We're waiting on one. So I mean, these. I mean, we're coming out with season four. It's it's going to be the biggest interview we've had probably ever. Yeah, season four, episode one, debut at the Airbnb. It's going to be outside, and you think we can record outside, dude? It's better to record kind of outside. Hopefully, sunny. 75 then inside yeah i think the whole vibe of recording outside by the pool got a whole like yeah. game room type deal like atmosphere outside next to the pool big ass tv ping pong <clears throat> slash yeah. pool table i don't know what the fuck that is really entertainment room outside it's so it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna the cool thing about it too the cool thing about it it's like it's a bunch of bushes and trees that kind of have it secluded in the backyard too if you can imagine that for the people listening out there um so yeah super cool i don't should we name drop the first one or should we kind of just give a hint um we we can do whatever you want we can start we can name drop one of them all right listen are we gonna name drop the first one or the second let's one? do the second one keep the the debut interview okay. uh kind of kind of guessing all right all right so our second interview out there so we're gonna have so so for a little bit more context we're getting out there again on wednesday in los angeles around 9 a.m we're leaving nashville around six we're going to we got a non-stop flight liam i'm gonna bring a pillow on the plane dude i don't think i've ever done that before but I, i'm gonna bring my my allergy pillow dude and probably sleep on the plane picking up a range rover dude at lax Get into uh, the Airbnb, hopefully around 11. We're still waiting on a check-in before noon. And uh, setting everything up. That first interview is going to be at 3 p.m. that day. So we got a couple hours in between. And then the next day, we got... It's time! Mr. Bruce Buffer. This is the moment you've The legendary UFC slash MMA announcer on the Man to Man podcast, season four, episode two, that will be for about a 40 minute interview. Yeah. So that's a big one uh, for Bruce us. Buffer. Yeah, that's a big one. He lives in he lives in he lives in LA, so it was easy to kind of snag right there. Um, so I mean, yeah, I for a little bit more backstory of how we got this, I probably reached out to like 200 people on the email and uh people kind of just came back and said what the hell is it man what is an mtm i said listen dude it's man to man boys um so we got bruce buffer on that podcast super cool you kind of know his story liam uh saw an interview with him i guess on the impulsive logan paul's podcast he's got this brother that he founded at the age of 29 it's his half brother and it turns out to be the legendary Michael Buffer, who does the boxing announcements, and he's got the uh, trademark. It's or uh, let's get ready to rumble. 
So Bruce kind of found him. He said, Dad, who is this guy, dude? His dad said, yeah, I forgot to tell you. I got a son that kind of, we left him for, we left him up for adoption. We'll get into that story with Bruce and kind of talk about it. I know he's been asked about it a million times, but um, pretty, I mean, how the turntables turn, right? With that story, it's just bizarre how that happened. They linked up. Bruce was yada, yada, manager for Michael, ended up being just this UFC announcer. So Bruce Buffer. And the cool thing about that is Nate Diaz and Jake Paul fight. That that fight is the next day. So that's just going to give us another topic of conversation to talk about with Bruce. And hopefully we can listen. I don't know if we're going to get that episode out in time. But we're going to get some really cool clips out on social media uh, when we ask Bruce about maybe what his bets are for the next, uh, you know, that, that fight the next night and, and kind of just get his... I don't know if he can tell us if he bets or not, but give give, uh, give his takes to us. So, yeah, Bruce Buffer, huge. Super excited. Yeah, big, big guest. Uh, kind of a, kind of a, a, a good story and just a guy that, if you listen to him at all, he's just uh, kind of like a down-to-earth guy and found himself being probably one of the well-known, like, announcers across all sports, you know. Yep. Once you hear Bruce, you you know what it is. You know it's UFC, and he's kind of put that, I mean, face to the UFC to get them, you know, where yep. they are today and as big as they are. So, very cool. Okay, and then I, let's just go ahead and give a hint on the first one. It's connected to the UFC. We'll just say that. Yeah, we'll say uh, so a world we, champion uh, on on multiple multiple levels. Couple, yeah, couple so weight. we might just be a UFC podcast. I don't know what's going to happen, but hopefully that third interview, I think what we try to do, man, is just people are like, what are you guys? And it's like, I don't really care what we are, dude. Like, I'm just trying to get the biggest guests and the coolest people on the podcast. Like, why does it matter yeah. if we have to find like a niche for ourselves? I don't know. I don't know. People ask us that and they're like, what are I? It's like, dude, I mean, we can talk about sports. We can talk about basketball. We can talk about UFC or we can talk about social media and how people blew up and have millions and millions of views and followers. All right, cool. So that's that. Uh, stay tuned. We'll do some vlog style series on that. Um, super stoked, super excited to get out there. Um, let's get into some hot topics. Obviously, Messi, huge debut. The Hollywood script writers. Wrote the script for Messi in the 93rd minute of the game last night. Upper 90 left corner. Crowd goes wild. Messi, welcome to the United States of America, my guy. I mean, this was, I mean, if you're writing scripts, this is the one you write, you know. I know Messi was only supposed to play, I think it was estimated like 30 to 40 minutes to go into this game. Um just because he's, you know, new. He just started working out with the team this last week. So it's like, all right, yeah. let me just get a feeler. And then actually, welcome. This is how you welcome somebody to the league. And you just, you know, <laughs> yeah. for those that don't know. But, like, I mean, it's cool. I mean, it's. I think it, it brings definitely more eyes to MLS soccer. Anytime that your team is playing against the Miami, Inter-Miami, or however you want to call them, you're probably going to try to snag tickets just to go see Messi, right? I mean, yep. he's still really good. I know he's getting older, but at the same time, when the bag is right, the bag is right, and it doesn't matter where you're playing, right? I don't think. So, I mean. Not at all. If you're if you're in the MLS, I, I'll tell you now, if, 
if I get a chance to go see him somewhere in the United States, I'll definitely go, you know. And I'm not even the soccer what, what type. What do you think about the pink jerseys? The pink jerseys are fresh with the collar, huh? Yeah. I mean, it's just uh, – I mean, they're good. They're – I mean, they, they could have the potential of being, like, the best team in soccer just because they got messy. Then other players want to play. Then you can start w- reaching out to the international groups of better players because obviously MLS isn't – I wouldn't say the top-tier league – and then once that happens, if you can get the bag right, then MLS can just right, keep so growing. Exactly. I think we're in the – okay, so there's a bet going around right now that I saw this this uh, this guy place. It is a plus 5,000 Lionel Messi to score the most goals um, in the MLS season. He's behind the Nashville SC guy who won the MVP last year, Mooker. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. Anyways, you think he can? He, you think he's he's twelve? He's twelve behind. You think he can come back and get that snag that uh, that title right there for the most goals in the regular season? I don't know. I mean, probably if he if he's if he's walking out. Let's be honest. He's walking out playing what thirty minutes of a game, and then they're like, oh, actually, at the end of the game, just put one up or ninety and win it for yeah. us, and that's how you're going to score the goals. Then yeah. He's going to get a goal a game, probably two every once in a while. He could definitely catch if he's putting on like that. Yeah. Okay, cool. I don't know I'm if I'm blocking that one in, but uh, yeah, it's yeah. definitely possible. Plus, plus 5,000, hey, amen, shoot or shoot, you know. Uh, I'm just reading after the game. Okay, Tristan Thompson was with Kim K. Kind of weird, uh, you know, paparazzi's catching them at Gecko after the game. LeBron's there. Miami's just uh, another city that – that people just turn up, uh, that turn up in, right? So, uh, not really anything there. Let's go to another topic. Let's talk about, all right, dude, I just wrote a, a blog about um, a legend who goes by the name of Boosy Badass. You know him, dude? Oh, yeah, I know Boozy. Lil Boozy. We all, re- we all remember the legend Lil Boosy or Boosy Badass is this guy that, you know, we you're in sixth grade middle school and you're you're bumping some boosie on the silver little MP3 player in the headphones while walking to lunch. Uh, you know, just trying to get some boosie meditation in your system <laughs> while Miss Ka- while Miss Karen isn't looking and you you freestyling boosie lyrics as a sixth grader and your mother's like, "What did I do with my son?" Listen, we're rocking some boosie badass. Uh, Boosie goes on another anti-LGBTQ rant on Twitter talking about this new generation of rappers, uh, specifically speaking uh, on about the uh, the Island Boys making out with each other, um, attempting to uh, grasp, re-grasp their clouts um, that they once had in a span of 2.7 seconds on a bull named Blue Man shoe from the 42nd Hot Tub clip last summer. I don't know how that went viral. Uh, listen, Boosie went on Twitter. He's like, man, these guys are, you know, they want to be women. That's why women are, are ruling the rap game right now. But hey, Boosie, who rules the world? Girls. Um, so there's that. But I think Boosie just kind of went on this rant. I'm not rocking with these younger dudes. Millennials, Gen Zs, that's why rap isn't the same anymore. And what's up with the island boys kissing each other, man? So that's uh, there's kind of a little two and one story right there. It ain't this. It ain't the only time Boosie's kind of went on this rant. He he kind of did the same thing when Lil Nas X went on IG Live to tell his followers about 
hey, uh, yeah, Boosie and I are cooking up this song, and, you know, it's about to be released. When Boosie heard about that, he commented back at a little Nas X to tell him to go commit suicide. So, come on, dog. Boosie, what are you doing? It's 2023. Is it appropriate to say these type of types of things, uh, you know, when it comes to judging another person's sexuality, gender, race, or religion? You kind of got to stray away from it to keep it to yourself, let alone get it out of your mindset. So, that's, uh, that's a little Boosie rant that I just wrote about. And what do you think about the Island Girls, dude? What are they doing kissing each other, trying to get clout again for their fan site? So this is my, this is, I'm going to take the whole gender thing, LGBTQ stuff out of it. What I think it is, is Lil Boosie comes from an era where you got to be a certain type of rapper or, a, a, you know, certain culture around where he and how he grew up being into the rap game. And then when he sees people like the Island Boys do promotional tricks or stunts, as they say, he just calls them out how he sees it because that ain't how you get into what he would think of as the rap game. And, you know, the Island Boys want to sing their way into the media. And he's just calling it how he sees it. So I think that's kind of what you know old school guys do you know if if you have like somebody like a 50 cent and you see somebody kissing and you have something to say about it you can say hey youngin this ain't this ain't how it is if you want to be in the space or if you want to do this or that just come on this this isn't us yeah here my whole thing is dude i did you hear Big Cat talk about you know like people? You, you're you should kiss your identical twin. You know at one point or another, just see it's you. Did you see that clip? No, nah, I ain't seen it. Yeah, kind of weird. I said it on the yak, but listen, they claim that they're not playing for the same team. I think on their fan site, they're kind of having threesomes, consensual threesomes with other women, and. Um, Listen, I'm not saying I, I you know, I'm, I I agree with what they're doing because it is a bit odd, especially if it's for a bit and they're playing characters. But I guess I don't disagree at the same time. Look at the entire state of Alabama and how their football team turned out. Um, so I don't know, man. The Island Girls are doing. <laughs> yeah, come on, give me one, bro. Give me one. You wait for me the to I crack a uh, laugh in here? Is that what you wait for? <laughs> yeah, the uh, the Island Girls are. Uh, here I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read the uh, specific tweet that Boosie said. Island boys kissing, homies painting their nails, BBLs, SMH. I'm sick of this feminine rap game. These guys about to start wearing thongs and eyelashes next, and you wonder why these women taking over because y'all trying to be them. And back of y'all mind, some days y'all want to be girls, my bad city girls. So that's Boosie. That's the rant. He's telling people to go commit suicide. Uh, just kind of a. Uh, I don't know, an OG in the game, but nonetheless, maybe keep your thoughts to yourself. But we are in a bizarre uh, world of social media, and just I think the world is coming to an end anyways. So I guess do what you got to do to go get your bag. Um, all right, let's get into uh, another topic. I'm going back to Young Thug, man. Write about Young Thug a lot, dude. Um, but here's the thing that kind of happened a couple days ago. Young Thug's 15-year-old son makes disturbing social media posts talking about he's going to off himself. So that was kind of the most recent news. Um, it was a bit disturbing. He said, I think he, what did he say? I'm going to kill myself or something. Then the next message on IG story was come get me. 
you know, young thug, this whole trial, it's about eight months into this damn thing, and we haven't even moved faster than what my 80-year-old grandmother does walking down the hallway. Love you, GG, but I'm just keeping it real. Um, another YSL affiliate who goes by the name of Lil Got It, who somehow isn't, isn't involved in this Rico case at all. I don't know what happened or how or why not. Um, went to go check on the 15-year-old swagger dude. And uh, he's fine. You know, he posted a video with the little 15-year-old with Cuban links iced out on his neck. And they're cruising with the windows down. He's saying, listen, everything's good over here. Hey, it's hard to be a teenager, man. I remember the days, probably the most anxiety that I had in my entire life, to be completely honest. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Young Thug is lawyers. For you know, just a side topic here, Young Thug's lawyer has filed his 21st motion in this case to dismiss any jail phone conversations that Young Thug has possibly had in this entire last eight months or, I guess, year that Young Thug, a little bit over a year, Young Thug's been in jail. So they're still waiting on that. I don't know if it got granted or not, but uh, this is the same lawyer that called out no cap to Judge Earl Glanville, and uh, he's probably going to call out no thank you to that 21st motion, but... What is Young Thug saying on the jail phone conversations? I don't know, but probably some sort of ongoing strategy to get the hell out of there. So, uh, yeah, that's that. Yeah. Young Thug's lawyer's doing He's getting his money's worth. That's for sure. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. He's getting so, paid So, yeah, I, the entire family's kind of going nuts, dude. And Young Thug's going to the hospitals on sleep deprivation. He's starving off... Chocolate chip cookies and hot Cheetos mixed with ramen noodle and some hot water on the side. And then you got other nonsense like other YSL co-defendants having romantic relationships with female officers inside jail walls. It's all fucking weird, dude. Um, okay, what else we got? What else we got? How about let's go D-Hop, dude? Let's go Let's go some Nashville, Tennessee, dude. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, welcome back to the AFC South. Super Bowl odds for the Titans were plus 8,000 um, before DeAndre Hopkins, and immediately after, they were plus 8,000 to win the Super Bowl. I think they're down to plus 6,000 now. How does DeAndre Hopkins help the Tennessee Titans, excuse me, if at all? And um, what does this mean for the city of Nashville? Well, you see, I'm coming in here with my Titans shirt on today, so I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. It's kind of... Uh it's basically replacing, uh, you know, uh, what we lost, and yeah. and our, our I thought was going to be our receiver forever. Obviously, Brown wanted to go and you know chase that ring with the Eagles, so let him do his thing. We'll just bring in the the old vet to kind of replace you, and that's kind of what we need. We need, you know, receiver that will you know take. I guess eyes away from Derrick Henry and have a threat down the field, and that's what Hopkins does. So I like that. I mean, if you're gonna go anywhere at that age, and he can still play, obviously, I think you you try to add those players, and when the price is right for a guy like that, that still gets it done year in and year out, like why not? Yep. You know, bid for him and try to get him on your team. So I'm stoked that we have him. He just he doesn't hurt. He always helps in one way or another so i'm good i'm i'm excited excited to see what happens with that whole offense honestly because i think it's just uh maybe like a decoy to i mean hopkins will be top receiver there what was the contract was it two year 14 a year 
or yeah, it was, I should know this. I was right under thirty mil for two years, I think. Okay. Or something yep, like that. Yep, 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 yep. Titans are at plus three ten to win to outright win the AFC South um behind the Jacksonville Jaguars, which is a minus one fifty five. I'm calling I don't think the Jaguars, and I could be biased, but I really don't think they're gonna win the AFC South. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I, I like Trevor Lawrence. I like his swagger. Uh, remind me who their wide receivers are. I don't even, God, I don't even know. Christian Kirk. Um, they got Christian Kirk. Yeah. yeah, he got a big bag in Jacksonville. I get it. Nice weather, but I mean the only the the only reason, and I, this is definitely biased. The only reason they're favored is because they they beat us last year to you know. So right. and they won the, the division and whatnot. So I'm okay with that. They can, you know, I'll definitely throw some money on that one for sure. Though, what you say, plus three ten to win the division, P- plus three three ten to win the division. Yeah, let's lock that one in right now. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm going on right after we get done recording. I'll go take that right now. Yeah, yeah, uh, that is that's free bizarre. money, and you. You don't think the Colts or the other Texans have any chance of, of Texans, kind of making a run this they're, season? They're, I mean, obviously got you know their their quarterback. Hopefully for the for the you know foreseeable future, um, and Stroud. But I don't think they have a contention. And then the Colts, obviously too, with Richardson. I think, I mean, they're not winning division. They're trash bags of a of a team right now. And then. Yep. Yeah, so I think it's us and the in the Jags, and obviously that's why the the odds are that way. I think we can just bully the Jags, though, right? Yep, over under seven and a half wins is what they got the cap at the Titans right now. Uh, over seven and a half wins is at a minus one hundred two. Under seven and a half wins is at a minus one twenty. So there's that. Um, well, lock me in for both of those. Actually, now that I think about it. over and the division. Yep. And let's see. Conference. I'll see if I can yeah. I parlay those. If I can parlay those, get a big bag. I don't know if I can because it's futures, but yeah. lock me in, coach. Lock them in. Lock them in. Uh, let's kind of stay Let's kind of stay on NFL talk here just briefly. Saquon Barkley, there's this, obviously there's big talk about not paying running backs recently, right? Sa- Saquon Barkley. Just hopped on a podcast. I think I, I need to look more into this, but just hopped on a podcast. I believe he didn't get paid what he wanted along with other guys. I think there was an ESPN <laughs> reporter that that tweeted out something like, you don't really need running backs anymore. They're the fourth option. Um, you know, you can go find a, a running back, a good <laughs> solid running back, kind of deep into the round, right? Right. Uh, Saquon Barkley is is uh, I think he just declined whatever they offered him in New York, so they got a giant problem in New York, and um, he's kind of hopping on podcasts and saying I'm not showing up. I can go say fuck fuck you to my teammates and fuck you to the 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 New York Giants and just not play a single down. I mean, what what's what's your initial thoughts on this? What's your take? And should running backs be paid as much as they they believe they to be they believe to be paid? Deservedly, I think deservedly so. Yeah. Um, I do think the running back is the hardest position on the field because uh, they're in every single play and they're getting hit the most. Um, so I think they definitely are deserving the the money. That shouldn't be the question. But the question really for me is how the, the owners are handling this of like not paying. Like 
I, I it, there's like two. Like obviously Derrick Henry got a bag, but like these, you know, after four or five years in the league, these GMs are like, all right, we're not going to pay you. We'll just go draft another guy, get him on the rookie deal, and use him for the first five years, and nobody's getting read up. So it's like unless you're you know dominating and like a force of the offense and you play in an offense that's surrounded by the run which the Colts the AFC South basically is that that machine cuz it's kind of always been that way but uh Taylor got a bag, Henry got a bag. You can even go back in the day when like Arian Foster was with the the Texans. He got a bag like yep. that's those guys um, Adrian Peterson got a bag. Like, unless you're just like focused offense, which the NFL is moving away from, they're not going to get as paid like they should. So I don't know what what the the solution is, but they deserve they deserve money regardless because it is the hardest you know hardest position I think on the field, um, and they're taking the most hits. So. If that means there's a, a lockout on on running backs, just like what Saquon Barkley's saying, they're like, all right, well, I just won't play and see how that works. Right. That I mean, we'll I'll, see. I want to switch it up here to kind of some breaking news with Jamie Foxx giving an update on his health. Are you familiar with all this? No, Jamie Foxx. I knew he, he went in the, into the hospital and had a so heart Jam- attack or something or – is that what it was? Okay, Jamie Foxx speaks right. out first time since medical complications. Says sister, daughter saved his life. Uh, speaking out the first time after being hospitalized for a medical complica- complication in April. Uh, kind of just came out this video that said, um, let's see, let's see, let's see. I guess he's denying all these accusations of being paralyzed. Not paralyzed, but I went to hell and back in my, reco- my road to recovery had some potholes as well, but I'm coming back and I'm able to work. Fox, yeah, thanked everybody for the continued support and prayers. Yeah. I mean, I think they did a pretty good job of, like, keeping what happened to him, like, under wraps. So it's like people were speculating if it was a heart attack. I think his stroke, actually, is what it really was. And, okay. Well, it's good that he, you know, he's back at it. He said he's re- willing to work, so we can see him more on some – uh some big time uh, betting uh, commercials again, right? Is that his work? Right, nowadays? right. Caesars, right? Is it Caesars? I think so. I think it is Caesar. Yeah, yeah. I guess they didn't. I guess no one really knows what it was. We are not doing a good job of reporting this one. My bad. Um, all right. What else, man? What else is going on? What else is going on that you, that you've seen kind of around the internet? Do we have anything else? I don't know if we want to get into this, but this is kind of taking over right as we speak right now. Have you seen yeah. the uh, the Jason Aldean music video of his new song? No, I haven't. Oh well, let's you sh- <laughs> you should watch we'll, it. There's a we'll whole, play it in here. Well, what's the clip? Um, it's just the the lyrics and how it's called "Don't Try This in a Small Town" type deal, and it's like yeah. basically uh, sh- like previewing like the riots and stuff and 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 you know the racial implications of like that stuff doesn't happen in a small town i like hope you would try it because if you do you have like basically shit coming to you you know what i mean and there's like a whole like army of like people trying to cancel jason aldean for uh you know being racist and 
don't yeah, know, bringing in like thinking he, like he's talking about lynching people and stuff like that. Gotcha. Yeah, Aldinas. I mean, Aldine was one of those guys that obviously was super against COVID. Was in Nashville. He's got one of the most popular bars on Broadway. And I'm pretty sure it wasn't him that left his bar open and he was just showing up in hazmat suits, kind of making a joke out of everything. Yeah. I don't know if that was him, but yeah. Or was that, I don't know who that was. It might've been Aldine Cause he definitely the one that had been saying that. I think that was kid rock. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's, I don't know. I, there it's both sides. I see the, the kind of the disdain from it. I don't think the song is very good in the first place. I don't, yeah, like it's kind of catchy, and then, yeah, you're kind of singing it, but like the lyrically, like just composition of it as a song. If you take all of that away, like all the talks around it, the song isn't very good. So I don't know. That kind of like deters me away from listening to it. But he's an old country guy. Like he's always been kind of the old, you know, real country guy, and that's kind of like I don't know. It's kind of what he's made his career on. And if he feels like he wants to talk about that, I guess talk about it. But I don't know. I don't think you get canceled for it. But I also don't no. think you blatantly kind of like put that conversation into your songs either. So I, th- I think, I don't know, man. That's a whole Nashville vibe here. We've talked about it before. Nashville's kind of become into this. Nashville's become this city that doesn't have its roots, I believe, anymore. And. It's kind of sad, and it's fucking expensive now, <laughs> you know. Um, and I, it's just that's when people see stuff like that. It's it's a no brainer. You think of Nashville, so thank you, dude, for representing our city like that. Um, I think Luke Combs is coming out with a bar called Chiefs, though. That might be kind of cool on Broadway. I don't know, man. All right, well, dude, I don't really have anything else, man. We kind of just wanted to hop on here. This could be our last little episode of season three until we head out to dash unless you got anything else i mean i know there's there's this barbie movie that's that's going out right now i'm just trying to think of anything else that we're missing here yeah um oppenheimer also in the movie world uh i don't know i don't even know what that is you don't know what you don't know about oppenheimer the the, no, the, looking the at creation it right of the uh the bomb kind of his no. story and how I don't know. It's supposed to be a pretty good movie. Um, but so people are comparing Barbie versus Oppenheimer. So these are like the two big movies that just came out right now. Yeah, I don't know. They're ju- just because they got released at the same time. They're kind of comparing, but they're n- it's no comparison. It's just two. I'm seeing it. Okay. Big movies that are out this weekend. So maybe go catch you a movie, man. Hey, we have one of the the 19 actual real IMAXs uh, in the country. I think that's a big debate there. This guy that created uh, Oppenheimer said uh, he wants you to watch it in true IMAX's, uh, like, I guess, movie theater, and Nashville has one. So, you know, go check you out that movie and how the uh, director wanted you to uh, see the movie. Yeah, I'll pass on a movie, (laughs) but I don't got time for a movie. I I, I don't know. I don't want to go by myself, dude. No movie by uh, yourself? <laughs> no, not really feeling it. Not really feeling it. I, All right, dude. Well, what were you going to say? I said, I feel you on that. That's what I was going to say. I feel that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not seeing anything else here. 
All right, cool. Well, glad we got on the pod here. Uh, kind of a quick one there. And I don't think I have anything else. Um, what is it? What is it? A Saturday, July 22nd. I'll probably drop here on the 24th of Monday. And then we're we're out the dash. I mean, the month of July kind of rolled by pretty quickly. Yeah. So, recap. Going to Dash Radio. Got Bruce Buffer on as our second guest. Stay tuned for our very first guest. Stay tuned for a bunch of content coming out. Um, and then we're just going to kind of keep rolling here, man. We got some more exciting. We got some other exciting things coming out, too. Um, I think another press release or not a press release, but another article maybe shouting out the boys here. So, yeah, some 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 super cool stuff coming up. All right, dude. Uh, Main to Man Season 3, Episode 131. I'm going to let you get us out of here. Yeah, season finale probably. Definitely probably. Uh, we're just going to get prepared so i will uh i'll namaste to season three look forward to season four coming soon namaste to you guys namaste namaste to you guys we'll see y'all later